blow this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Yo, welcome behind Anime Lines with me, your favorite thick body thotty, Mark Anthony. Where I show, try to show you that there is an anime for everyone. And behind the lines, I am welcoming the Courtney Rose. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I like being introduced as the Courtney Rose. The. The. I'm going to put that on everything from now yeah, on. I think you should. It, 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 it has a, like a ring to it. Much like the Highlander, there can be only one. <laughs> so we're talking My Hero Academia. Yes. <laughs> and like I know like you don't watch like a lot of anime so like what got you like into this I watch no anime yeah, um, I, I, I know <laughs> so I'm like alright like I mean I'll be straight up front I think the only other anime I've ever seen in my entire life is Sailor Moon that counts right yeah is absolutely. That, is that it was my first anime actually okay, okay good yeah so I watched that all the time when I was a kid I've seen like two episodes of Cowboy Bebop because my boyfriend <laughs> used to be super into it but I couldn't tell you anything and i think i've seen like three episodes of naruto because he was super into that and used to read it but that was like 10 years ago (laughs) um but yeah i i've never really been into watching anime and i've never really i've read like two or three mangas my whole life too um mostly all when i was in high school and was super into fruits basket (laughs) that's something that's Um, on my list actually it, it was, listen, to 14-year-old Courtney, it was real good shit. Um, I don't know what, like, 30-year-old Courtney would think of it, but <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I ate that up. I used to, at work, I used to pretend like I was shelving and just read it while I was putting books away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I actually got into it because I started a graphic novel collection at work, and the teen and youth section, well, yeah, the teen and youth section don't really have a ton of money to spend on their sections, so I was like, well, I'll start an adult section, and then I'll just start ordering stuff because I've got more money for it. And I had, like, eight different people recommend My Hero Academia. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll order, uh, like, the couple issue volumes of the, like, American collection, you know, of the mangas. And so uh, they were so popular, I read the first three, and then some. I tweeted about it, and then someone was like, you know, there's a show. And I was like, what? <laughs> And so someone on Twitter, I can't even remember who it is, gave me their, like, fun, like Crunchyroll login. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first couple episodes, and then I found out it was on Hulu. So I basically binged the entire thing in, like, a weekend. <laughs> and now I've rewatched it, like, three times and made the DVD order at our library order it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a one-woman My Hero Academia machine. I'm just slowly trying to convince everyone I work with and come into contact with that they should go enjoy it. I watched it because of you, so... Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! My influence grows. Exactly what I've wanted. Yeah, like, my brothers have been trying to get me to watch it a lot, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not, like, in the mood for a shonen trope and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, like, I'll, oh, yeah, like, you know, watch, like, a lot of anime. So, like, the shonen, like, thing is, like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, My Hero, stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, like, friendship and stuff like that. <laughs> So I'm just like, oh, I'm not really in the mood for that. I mean, like, I'm, I was, like, in the, like, you know, darker. I'm just, like, watching darker <laughs> shit. So, like, um, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll get around to it always. And then, like, um, I started this podcast. I was like, all right, I know, like, I, I knew that this was, like, your, like, 
thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll watch it for Courtney. Thank you. I'm so glad that I have the influence over at least one human. <laughs> I'm sure it's more than one. I, I'm sure there's a few. A solid handful. That's all I need to start a cult. Yeah, exactly. It's my goal for 2019. <laughs> start a cult. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, like, I, I watched it. Um, I think it took me a, a couple of days yeah, to watch it, too, because I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. fucking, I cried, I think it was in the second episode, it made me cry already. Uh-huh, yeah, when, that happened. Uh, I think it was when Deku was like, you know, like he he found out he doesn't like have powers and stuff, he's like, oh, you think I can become a hero? He's watching this, the video. Oh, the little Deku, little yeah. baby, little baby Midoriya, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that made me cry, I was like, this is way too early in this anime. <laughs> I I cried several times throughout the entire series. Yeah. I have I have weeped more than once. I am not ashamed to admit it. I really love stories of like kids finding themselves and mm-hmm. like like making their own families within like their little you know like like little groups of friends you know little yeah. tribes. That I really love that kind of stuff. Um, and that's why I really liked it. I think this this has a weird place where it, it fills the hole when I'm not super into watching Avenger stuff, when there's no new Avengers movie, I'm like, I always have my hero. <laughs> it, like, it has filled the gap because it's basically like young Avengers, but like in Japan, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just a bunch of, bunch of quirky kids with a bunch of superpowers trying to learn how to all get along. Um, and I think that's why I really liked it when I started watching and I was kind of like, this reminds me of like Harry Potter, kind of like the Avengers, that kind of, fun like like people learn how to make their first friends and then start you know working together it's just it's just so wholesome it's so cute i love it it's great like it is like i I, like i saw like a tweet like like a while back where it's like you know like when you're older you kind of like appreciate the whole like the power of friendship thing and all that stuff and like i i completely agree because like i couldn't imagine my life without like my friends and like the support of them and everything like that like I could not imagine it. So, like, I I can appreciate that more. And it definitely makes me cry a lot more when certain parts of this, like, show happens. Like, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, all you need is your fucking friends. Uh, it's 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 super touching. And I really like beca- uh, it because it, it shows a lot of different versions of friendship. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of them are kids who are, you know, have been... Like, Ida and Todoroki are, like, coming from famous families. And then there's Yuraka, uh, or Chaco, whatever her name is, Chaco, who, like, is is super poor. And then, um, I don't know, like, Deku is, like, a nice kid, but, like, doesn't really have a friend group. And I kind of just, I just like people finding their group. It's just, it makes me so happy. And then trying to navigate that it's okay to lean on your friends um, the Ida storyline is probably one of my favorites in the entire series. I love Ida. Do with Ida. I I love Ida. He's probably, if I had to make a list, he's probably my third favorite character. I think. Um, I think he's top five for me. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah, overall, because I think he he is the one char- one of the characters, him and Todoroki probably, who have like just the most growth in personality. Who like just really start to change, but, like, their core personality is the same. They don't, like, change who they are, but they kind of just let themselves be molded enough by the people around them uh, so that they're a little bit 
a little more laid back, a little more approachable. They're not so quick to anger and quick to jump on people. They can lean on their friends instead of trying to do everything on their own. And I just, I just think it's really cool. It's really fun. It's a good, like, moral for anyone to learn. It doesn't matter how old you are, if it's, like, an 8-year-old reading this or, like, a 38-year-old reading it and watching it. I feel like you kind of can get that same same like moral or ethical idea and it's it's not like cheesy <laughs> yeah no it's not like they, they do it very well they do it very well yeah and like either such like he's such a dad like we've we've talked about this on twitter like we he's have. like the group dad and so it's so great like I love Ida. I knew from the minute he showed up where he was just like, you're standing in the way, and like screaming. Yeah. And he's like, that girl's probably concentrating really hard. You don't want to bother someone who's concentrating. And I'm just like, oh, you summer child, you're definitely going to be a character going into the rest of this show, aren't you? Um, and I love the fir- that scene where, you know, Midoriya is finally going to school and he's all excited and he's like just a little bit late and he opens the door and it's just Ida screaming at Bakugo. It was my. It, I just think that's so funny. I was like, Deku's face is just like a fucking course, and I love that. I love the animation style because uh, Midoriya always just so, whenever something bad happens, he just looks so crestfallen. And oh beautiful. yeah, it's great. Him falling, going to the entrance exam when he trips over his feet and just starts falling forward is the best gift in the world. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I see it, and it's just like, well, this is the end. He's just like slowly falling. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so like who would be like your favorite is like your favorite like one of the big three because i i guess my what mine's is oh yeah we have the same favorite don't worry Todoroki. oh Todoroki's my number two number two who's your uh, favorite my favorite character overall is aizawa oh i mean uh, okay yes yes that makes sense eraserhead <laughs> i love eraserhead He's i think best. he is amazing i think every time they animate him or uh like, he gets drawn. His face is just, like, how I feel all the time. That's not, like, oh, my God. He's, like, like such a big mood. Done. Yes, exactly. He's just, like, 80% done with everything going on around him, and I respect that. Um, I, I just really like his character. I like how he's just, like, kind of, like, a genius, but also a piece of shit at the same time. <laughs> and he's willing to, like, expel all these children in order to che- teach them a lesson. But then he's a big softy deep down and like deliberately puts himself up against Momo and Todoroki when they have to do their final because he wants to help Momo build up her confidence again by beating him. Um, And he totally can stop her, but he lets her, he kind of lets her win. So she doesn't realize that he's helping her. Um, And I also love that his best friend and his name came from present Mike, (laughs) which is one of the best (laughs) they had in the show because that's not in the manga. And so when that happened in the show, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I love that they've known each other since they were, like, 13 or whatever um, because they're just, like, I, I think opposites attract friendships are, like, the coolest thing. They're just ridiculous. And so yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Aizawa's just also probably has one of the coolest quirks. Like, he's just a super badass. Yeah. Um, and I love his scarf and how, like, he's just, like, you can't be a hero with just one trick. I was like, oh, that's a movie quote right there. Like. <laughs> That's, that's, like, right before, like, fucking Iron Man, like, beats the shit out of someone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's exactly. Big, big moment it's, quotes. It's so good. But, yeah, I love Aizawa. I think he's just fantastic. He's oh, so God. funny and yet, like, stern and cool. Yeah, like, I like that like, he's, like, a hero, but he's not, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I want to be a hero because I want to be famous. He's just, like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Kind of 
I like that he's like an underground here, like badass that nobody really like. None of the students know who he is except like Deku, who's like the nerdiest little shit <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, who's this guy? And he's like in the night, like Batman, and then all yes, just like during that's... the day teaches the youth of Japan. I just think that's really cool. Like, I don't oh know. God. I just love so these good. pro heroes that are teachers. All the teachers make me laugh so hard because I'm like, how are you, like, kicking ass at night and then also, like, teaching people about verbs during the day? I know. <laughs> it's, it's just great. I think it's very clever and very interesting. But, yeah, Aizawa's my favorite, and then probably... Todoroki's probably my second favorite, and then Ida, and then it's very close after that. Probably like Toyokami and and uh, uh, or Tokoyami, I mean, and uh, I don't know who else, but oh, and Mirio probably too. I love him, and yeah. Sun Eater, whose real name I can't remember. I love him too. He's like a sad emo boy, and I love sad emo boys. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, Todoroki's my favorite. Like out of the big three. Yeah. Um. Like my low key, like my low key, high key favorites. Like you know, like the don't, <laughs> don't get enough appreciation. Sue. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. She like gets like not enough credit. She's fantastic. And she's so like strong, and they don't like really like I don't know like talk about that. Yeah. Oh, she's she's like one of the few that only has like one weakness. And they'll mention it in the manga um, once in a while, like, what people's weaknesses are and how to overcome them. And then anytime they talk about Sue, it's just like, well, she's basically perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's basically, like, you can't get her too hot. Like, that's basically the only only downside she has. She's just, like, she can camouflage herself. She can regurgitate. She has the like, crazy tongue. She's just, like, man, she's got, like, such a weird power where on the surface you're like, who the fuck wants to be a frog? And then when you see her in action, you're like, god damn it, that's the coolest quirk there Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, uh, seriously, at first I'm like, yo, seriously, you're a fucking frog, yo. <laughs> uh, exactly. Some of them got real dumb things, real dumb. But I like how they try to make them in the show and in the manga. I like how they try and make them, like, really useful at random times. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is the two occasions that this quirk would actually be helpful. <laughs> but Sue, she can do anything. They, they added that whole episode um, where uh, Sue is on the boat with Selkie and the Sirius, you know, when she's doing her work study or whatever. Yeah. Um, that whole episode, it doesn't exist in the manga. I guess she's just that popular where they were just like, hey, we're just going to donate this whole fucking episode to Froppy because she's cool as shit. Yeah, <laughs> they just she's, gave her she's fucking episode. awesome, honestly. <laughs> I like her a lot. Yeah, like, like I said, she's like, like, cause like, she's so strong with her tongue, and I'm just like, she can lift like multiple people with her tongue, and no one's just like, oh yeah, you're really strong, like. Yeah, she's she's definitely str- as strong as the weird sugar boy. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think she has stupid quirk. It's the weirdest quirk. I diabetes like is his quirk. Like, but <laughs> yeah, his quirk is basically diabetes. It's yeah. just dying at this point, but. Yeah, I like how there's no, like, everybody in the show is like, I've got to eat to build my quirk. And I'm like, how are these kids just, like, not dying of sugar overdoses? And there's, like, four characters, at least, that have to just, like, consistently eat a ton every day. And I'm like, this this doesn't seem right or healthy. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat a whole fucking cake so I can kick someone's ass. It's like, great. (laughs) Oh, God. 
so stupid. Like, on the surface, there's so much about this show that's so stupid. <laughs> and then, but then when you watch it, it all comes together. I just, like, I, there's just so many side characters. And I think the, I think the real strength of the show is the side characters. Yes. Because, like I said, I really love seeing people work together. Like, obviously, you know me well, but I am, like, the biggest Marvel Cinematic Universe nerd I love it. I love anything Marvel, anything Avengers-based. But, like, the scene where all the Avengers work together and, like, bounce off each other and use each other's strengths to, like, help each other in, like, all of Infinity War is, like, me just crying because I'm just like, the power of friendship could take down anything. Um, And that's how I feel watching this entire show. I'm just like, these children know how to, like, use each help each other and use each other's quirks. And it's just so, so moving. And I just, like, weep like a child. Um, yeah. <laughs> turns me into like a big old cheese ball oh god yeah trust me I, I get it there were some times where I'm just like yo why am I crying right now like, like that, the episode like, in the <laughs> I cried for a filler episode the episode Which... where they showed each other like everyone's room oh my god I cried because, like, you know the end when like like Froppy's like oh you know I didn't want to like do this because you know like I I felt like I wasn't good enough, and this and that. I started fucking bawling. Yeah. It's like, you're everything, Froppy. You don't yeah, need to like, feel bad. Awesome. Stop it. <laughs> Everyone loves just... you. It's okay. Um, I cried at the um, all-for-one versus one-for-all battle. At the end of that, I cried. I also cried when they saved Bakugo. When Kirishima reaches down and Bakugo, like, grabs his hand because he's his only friend, I bawled like a baby. Oh, my God, like, yeah. Oh, my God, they're BFFs, and it's so nice, and I love Kirishima so much. He's such a good boy. Um, I basically cried through that entire bit. Um, anytime Deku is dumb and, like, will, like self-sacrifice, anytime he's, like, about to commit self-sacrifice and, like, die for someone, I'm just, like, full-on tears. Yeah, it's like, please stop. <laughs> Such a good soul. Oh, my God. He's such a wholesome boy, honestly. He just wants his friends to, like, be the best they can be. I think the show is really successful in the fact that they have a, like, very unpowerful protagonist that suddenly becomes powerful, but he never he never feels annoying to me. And I feel like that's very hard to do in a lot of, like, stuff, especially, like, stuff that's aimed at kids is like the I feel like the the main character gets really annoying really quickly and you're just like okay come on like like in Harry Potter when like there's like the books in the middle where Harry is just like complaining the whole time and being whiny and stuff yeah, like yeah you're I like all the side characters better but like with this show I never feel like I ever dislike Midoriya like he's not my favorite character but I always love him yes yes exactly yeah I I feel that 100% he doesn't grate on me. I always just want him to live and be happy, like, the entire time. I'm yeah, like, like, I want you to be the best. But I love you so much. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic, like, character. That's, like, my one of my favorite, like, my favorite things of, of like, about him that he did was, like, when he was uh, facing Todoroki, and he, like, got him to, like, use his fire. Uh, that's one of the best episodes. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm just like, oh, my. What a, I'm like, what a, what a good kid. Like, he's He's not to get his ass kicked, but wow, what a good kid. I love when he, he emphasizes the fact that, like, he like he only has, like, two fingers left, basically, that aren't broken. But Todoroki's been fighting him for, like, 15 minutes and still hasn't laid a fit. Like, it hasn't touched him at all with his flame or his ice. 
Like, yeah. Deku's managed to hold them off the whole time, and he's just like, you still haven't touched me because you're still not, like, doing living to your potential. And that whole scene is, like, more of a psychological battle than a physical one um, until the very, very last moment when he finally kind of, like, accept, Todoroki finally, like, kind of accepts himself and unleashes. But the whole time is just... Midoriya just sacrificing himself to in his body to just be like, you're a good person, Todoroki. Just accept you who you are. And I'm just like, oh, God. like you're such a good person. You're yeah, such a it's good like person. wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I tear up way too much watching when All Might comes to convince uh, Midoriya's mother that he. Oh that she's- yes. Day and Midoriya runs in and he's like, I don't care what school I want to go to. All I want to do is be a hero and I want to make sure that people like feel safe and feel happy at, when they're in their mo- darkest moment. And I'm just like, oh my god. It's, such a, it's just, it's so heartwarming because there's not enough people like that. Because I know I ain't like that. I'd be like, fucking peace out, y'all. <laughs> I'm saving my own ass. There's no way. But He's just like a real sweet kid, and he just sees the good in it. But you know what? I've told I've told him this before, but our friend Scott Marin yes. is reminds me so much of Midoriya. It's ridiculous. He is absolutely Midoriya, like one hundred percent Midoriya. Just like the the most the best person I know with the like strongest heart. Um, that I think that's why part of why the show hits me so much is because like I'm just seeing my little brother. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I I see so much of him in there, like. Well, just pure of heart. That's exactly who he is. He's just pure of heart, and he wants to help people and be the best person he can be. And he never feels annoying or condescending or, like, too whiny. He's just – he's very relatable and honest. And I, I just really like that character. I just think Midoriya's – even though he's not my favorite character, I think without him, the show would not be watchable. Yeah, absolutely not. Mm-mm. He's yeah. definitely, like, fucking incredibly important to this show. I actually think um, I wrote about it because I've been doing a I have like a book review blog and I've been doing a review on each of the volumes as I read them. And I actually think the first volume uh, that of, of this in the manga form is like the best, most perfect thing to get anyone into it because it's like one issue in. And you learn everything you need to know about the principal characters. You know that Bakugo thinks highly of himself and treats Midoriya like shit. You know, Midoriya will do anything for people, even if they treat him like shit. You learn, like, All Might is just trying to, you know, do his best and be, like, the best person he can be because so many people believe in him. And that makes them believe in the good of the world, like, in a broader sense. And I remember reading, like, the first Maybe it's like the it's the first volume, but maybe like the first two issues in there. And I was just like, well, this is the best way I've ever seen anything set up. It's so beautifully set up where you like feel for the underdog. You want him to go all the way and like get to the end and be the biggest hero. And I was like, oh, man, I'm like 50 pages in and I'm hooked for life on this stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. I I, trust me. I get it. Because like. As soon as, like, when, like, they started using the intro, he's like, oh, yeah, this is the story of how I become the greatest hero. I'm like, God, man, now you just want me to just be like, oh, yeah, can you hurry the fuck up and become... Exactly! Because I'm like, I'm like, the, the second, or the third season ends, and they're still in their first year of school. Yes. <laughs> they're like, second semester of first year. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be watching the show for the next ten years to see how he gets to this point. And I'm ahead. I've been reading the mangas because they come out, um, or the the issues come out online every Friday, and I've been reading them. And I'm like, they're like 100 issues behind-ish 
I think. Um, and even to the point where at now I'm like, we're, we're barely in. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're like 200 issues into this story. And that's like all the kids have the coolest storylines and all these more evil comes and there's more sweet villains. And I'm like, oh, man, this is never this is going to go on forever if we're not careful. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, they're going to like stretch this as far as they can because it's like as popular as it is yeah i think i think it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger at at least at the library i work in it keeps getting more and more popular people are starting to read it even more and it's pretty popular already it's probably the most popular manga series that we circulate um but i think like the first we have a pretty small library and I think like the first uh, volume has checked out like into the 20 something times already. And only, only like 18 of those are me. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like they're pretty rank, like rank really high in the Shonen like rankings. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're top five. So. Yeah. I, I order everything. And when I get like my monthly wrap up of like, these are the most popular ones. It's like that, like maybe some new, something random that's new and then just like eight issues of that, this this one so i'm just like oh okay i guess everybody in the world is reading this and watching this yeah it's definitely it's it's definitely up there in like popularity with like back like when like oh yeah like naruto and all the other shit like mm-hmm. like it's it's pretty great to see like that still like there can be like an anime that's like still like very uh polarizing in the in the west mm-hmm Oh man, because like it's just so great. Everything is even like we didn't even touch on the villains yet. Like, which I think arguably are the best thing about the show. Seriously, like the hero story is wonderful, but there is a hundred thousand hero stories in literature, whether it's graphic novels or manga or uh, regular conventional literature, whatever. Every every book has basically a hero story, but the villain is what makes it interesting, and this has so many badass villains. It's like, I can't, like, the creativity of the creator of this and all the uh, the neat quirks, it's like a weird kid's version of X-Men, but, like, a lot of times I'm like, this shit is way cooler than some of the X-Men, and I've been reading that stuff for years. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The abilities that they come up with are so awesome. I'm just like, ah, oh, the League of Villains is my favorite. That I love the League of Villains. They're all fucking awesome. Um, the... The arc where they get attacked at the summer camp thing. Yes. Um, when they're all in the woods and all the different villains like are fighting the kids. I'm like, this is so neat because it involves everything I love, which is kids working together to try and figure out how their quirks work with one another and also like badass bad guys. <laughs> it was it was like fucking fantastic and it, it involved my favorite fight in like the whole show. So um is Deku the, versus Deku? muscular. Yes. The only quibble I have with maybe the entire series is that Muscular was such a cool villain. I wish he wasn't a one-off. Like, I kind of wish that, that they have, ke- have kept him going or, like, maybe he'll come back at some point. But between him and Stain, they were both such badass, cool, like, had... Like, Stain's in his own category, because I think Stain is, like, one of the coolest things in anything I've read lately. Yeah. But I, I really liked Muscular. I really liked the whole story going on there. I, I loved how strong he was, and, like, somehow no one has fought him in ages. Um, 
I just thought it was really cool. And it was awesome to see, like, Midoriya beat him. But also, I was like, if he escapes from prison in a couple issues and runs rampant, like, all over the place again, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, like, muscular, like, they they definitely made muscular into, like, like a fucking, like, a powerful jobber. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He he definitely jobbed out. Like, yeah, he's fantastic. And, like, what I like about, like, what I like about muscular and, like, the villains in the show was just, like, it shows, like, the different kinds of, like, bad people that exist in this world. Like, like muscular mm-hmm. is just bad to be bad. He just wants to kill people. And yeah. Stain has his reasons for, like, killing people, which is, like, at the end of the day, like, Stain makes a lot of sense. It's just the way that he goes about it. Dude, it's, Stain is Killmonger. That's what Stain yeah. is. <laughs> like, Stain is basically Killmonger from Black Panther. He's just, like... Yeah, everybody has lost the ideals, and they're all assholes, and so I'm going to take down everybody who's a piece of shit. Like, he's, he's like, a very likable and relatable villain, where you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, you could probably kill, like, half these people, and I'd be okay with it, because they are kind of pieces of shit. Like, if Stade wanted to kill Endeavor, totally fine. Oh, absolutely. Man, like, kill, fucking hate kill Endeavor him. so much. I hate him. Nobody yeah. hurts my baby angel Todoroki. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking hate Endeavor. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah it's like, that's this thing, like, Stan is just like, well, all these heroes don't want to be heroes because they only want fame and money. They don't really want to help people, so, like, fuck them. Yeah. The only thing is he kills everybody. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, ha, 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 I'm going to fucking destroy people. But, yeah, Stain is super cool. I think Shigaraki is super weird and cool. Um, I like that he's kind of, like, just a naive sort of kid who is just kind of, like, angry and upset all the time and then like someone is just exploiting that anger and using him for their own means um i think that's pretty cool i love toga she's so fucked up and she's just like a fucked up teenager like that's there's no as far as i know and i don't think in the manga i've read anything she's just like really fucked up kid like she's 16 year old high school student who likes to cut people and then can transform into them but also, like, I'm really interested to figure out how she found out she could do that. <laughs> yeah, like, right? Where's the issue where they explain how everyone's quirk manifested and how they knew? Like, I think we only know about, like, a couple people. So, like, I know Kurashima's is mentioned in the, in the manga and, like, a couple people. But hers, I'm like, how do you find out that if you ingest someone's blood, you can turn into them? <laughs> Seriously, like, how do you figure that out? Like... I don't know, but it's weird. I also really liked in the... He's only in it for, like, the two episodes, but Moonfish, um, who is the villain who attacks Bakugo, and I think it's, like... I don't remember who's with him. Bakugo and Todoroki in the woods, and he's, like, the serial killer who has, like, the weird teeth that are knives. yeah. And he's, like, like in a straitjacket. First of all, the art for that dude is fucking terrifying because he's fucked up. And then the voice acting is just him, like groaning a lot and i'm like that is straight up criminal mind shit right there like (laughs) that is a good example of another just dude who likes to kill because he's fucked up um but i thought he really really neat um yeah there's a lot of badass villains yeah like the villains are fucking great like and like that's like you said it's it's very important like because you you can like you can have this anime like you could have just did all the school stuff and whatever that it would have been good but like without like the villains like, it definitely wouldn't be, like, that top, top, like, anime. Yeah, you need something convincing for a hero to fight against. Um, 
So without the cool villains, I don't think the right now they only introduce him barely in the last episode, I think. But Overhaul, who's um, he becomes the new big villain uh, in the in the mangas at least, like right after where the season ends. Yeah. Um, fucking great like he's really really good and dobby who's uh in in the show obviously um with his like stitched up face and stuff he's super interesting too i really like that character um so i can't wait until they do more animation uh with them because they've got a really cool story oh yeah when is when is it coming out is it coming out in april or something like that i think Sometime in the spring is season four yeah i think they said yeah, I think there's a few things coming out in the spring that's, that I'm waiting on. Uh, I'm just, like, animated all at once, and I'll just watch, like, the next eight seasons while lying in my bed and now. I know, right? Just binge it all. Oh, it's so good. Every time I watch, I read the, like, new issues that come out, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait till they animate this. I can't wait till they animate this part. Um, <laughs> because right now what they're doing in the, in the manga, they have, like, a lot of uh, uh, stuff going on with, like, the Class 1B and I really like a lot of those kids, and they're expanding on a lot of their powers, and they all have to, like, kind of, they're all having, like, battles against each other and stuff. And I just really like seeing how they come up with the different quirks. Like, because you think there's so, you know, when you're, you're like, what's your favorite superpower? You can come up with, like, 12 or something, but there's so many just weird-ass quirks. How they keep thinking, like, coming up with this weird shit. But the dude who turns people into meatballs is one of my favorites. <laughs> Who turns Bakko and Kirishima into meatballs? I don't know who was like, ah, yes, let's have a kid who just turns people into flesh. Like, yeah, it's disgusting. Like that's cool. All right, uh, that's weird, but I think that's that's pretty interesting. And Class One B does have the best character ever, which is Tetsu 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 Tetsu, <laughs> because <laughs> it's the best name ever. And I just like that he's basically just like the Class One B Kirishima. Um, so I just think he's great. So yeah, more I of him is. <laughs> I love the that one dude in one B where he's just like he hates like he he hates one A. It's like oh, oh. Listen, you guys lost. <laughs> it's like damn, you lost too. Like Monoma, I think his name is I or Monoma. So. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the best because whenever he's saying stuff like that, they like animate him to look like a crazy person too, yes. with like crazy lines and stuff. And it's all dramatic. And everybody's just like, Oh dude, chill the fuck out. Yeah, I talk. love him. I love him. And I love, um, Shinsu, who is the kid who faced Midoriya in the, um, what is that? The school the sports day. The one who had the brainwashing power. Yeah. I love that kid. <laughs> he he pops up now in the mangas. He he shows up because he's trying to get into the hero course, and he's so cool. I think he's awesome. But I love his quirk, and I love how it's just a, just an easy quirk. Like, yeah, if you answer a question, he can control your, like, entire body. It's like, that's disturbing as shit. And I love how everyone – I love how they touch on the fact that everybody assumes he would be a villain, kind of like everyone assumed Bakugo would go villain. I uh, but they're absolutely like, no, thought just, that. We just really like being good people and, like, we want to save people's lives and stuff, but they have the perfect quirks to be bad guys. I think it's great. Yeah, I definitely thought Bakugo was going to turn, like, eventually. Yeah. Like, never happened, but... <laughs> it's it's a great uh, psych out. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, this, I was like, oh yeah, they're going to try to recruit him. I was like, he's definitely going. Like, come on, like, come on. This is, like, he's, he's an asshole. Like, 
the whole like first season I did not like Bakugo and then once it came once he got kidnapped and everything that happened after that I was like all right here you're warming up on me buddy I'm warming up to you I like you much better now because he's just like I kind of like that he's an asshole and embraces it but (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's great like he's definitely like to me, like I see like one hundred percent like Vegeta and Bakugo, like the way that he is, like this like secondary character, but he's he's like Bai should be the best. Like It's crazy too, because in um in the manga issues they like list the I don't know, I guess this is a thing that they do. Obviously me not having any knowledge about this shit beforehand, but they have like character polls where they vote yeah. on the like, most popular Bakugo wins by hands down every single time. He has won every. They think they've done like four, or some four of them or so. But he has won every single one of them, and I'm always just like, that's surprise. Like I don't know. I guess people just love a bad boy, which makes sense. Yeah, but it's always like Bakugo. I think it's always like they're the top three: Bakugo, Todoroki, and Midoriya, and then everybody else kind of fits in. But um, it took until about like season three for me to be like, all right, I'm in on Bakugo. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, fine. Yeah, you're cool. It's just so mean. It's hard for me to love characters that are just, like, unflinchingly mean. And then when you learn, like, that he has a lot of remorse because he's he feels bad that he blames himself for All Might losing his powers, even though he couldn't have known that All Might's powers were depleting before that. Um, I was like, oh, no, this is just an, an angry, emotional child who's keeping everything inside. I understand. Yeah. You know? It's so good. That's what I like. It's just so much, like... Like so much deepness to these these kids, like yeah, that's why I like it. It's very clever that I'm like thirty years old and I have the same amount of enjoyment as like the eight year olds who come to the desk and ask me for it, and I can talk to them about it. And I'm like, I don't understand how we can both love the same thing so much. But I guess it's like any good piece of media, like Star Wars and like you know Harry Potter. Like it just transcends an yeah, age limit. Yeah, it's just got the themes that have, that are important to certain people, and you just relate to them somehow. So, it is. It's just so great. I just love it. It's such a simple idea. It's like a bunch of kids with powers living, you know, going to school and trying to become heroes. Like it's a very simple idea. Yeah, simple and then it's enough. Like, oh yeah, but let's add some fucked up shit to a couple of them. Like, <laughs> like yeah, Toroki's story. It's like <laughs> the whole like, oh yeah, well my. My dad only had me because he wanted to have, like, a strong kid. And basically, like, he's, like, experiment, basically, because, like, what is it, a third kid that he had? Yeah, I think he has. So, he had, I think there's three or four Todorokis, but there's, like, a missing brother that had, like, disappeared. And a lot of people are contemplating it being Dobby. Is Makes like sense. The- That's what I was thinking, too. The secret Todoroki sibling, um, because, like, they've had a lot of weird interactions, but I don't think, they haven't said any, like, nothing specific about it. But Yeah, so, like, he's, he's like, very, he doesn't like his father. Like, he, he hates his father. His father's a dick. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, it's like, like, how, like, can such a terrible human being be a superhero? I, I really like how they've, they, like, this third season I think it is kind of contextualizes it where they're just like yeah so Endeavor's the number one hero now but like people aren't really passionate about it but he's the number or the, he's the number one hero because he has the highest like rate of catching people and he's super strong but like he doesn't have the heart that made everyone love All Might so he's even like now Endeavor's even more pissed off because he can't make everyone love him 
Um, and I'm just like, man, there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, no, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think it's why probably younger kids like a lot of it is because I feel like with a cast so deep with so many characters and all of them being like the same age, like high schoolish, there's a lot of different characters with different personalities and different backgrounds that a lot of kids can relate to. And I feel like maybe someone who has kind of a shitty relationship with their parents would read this and see like a character like Todoroki and it would like really inspire them, you know, like it would have an effect on someone like that or, you know, someone who's always felt a bit of an underdog or, doesn't have like physical strength like other kids do would see someone like Midoriya and would be inspired by that like I kind of just really like that there's a lot of there's enough about the kids in different ways that I think people could like kids could really latch onto that and be like hey that you know that means something to me this is my favorite character for this reason yeah exactly it's like oh yeah you want to see titties you can be Mineta exactly yeah (laughs) The worst character, and my favorite thing in the world is that if you go on, if you go on AO3 and ever look at like, um, or like look at Tumblr, there's like tags that are just like alternate universe. Manetta does not exist. <laughs> like people, people have just written him out of like their fanfics and like random like artwork, and they're just like in this in my world, Manetta is not even a thing, and I'm just like that's amazing. I, I just I just don't get the character like it's like he's a pervert and like he has this really weird quirk of throwing these purple balls. All the people. You. Oh, there always has to be one pervert character, doesn't there? Yeah, of course the perv throws balls at people. Yeah, there's just there's got to be a curvy girl. There's got to be a perv. There's got to be like <laughs> it just, there's there's got to be your minute. You're, you've got Ioma who like is the maybe gay character. You know what I mean? Like there's just there's just enough of that kind of like stereotype in there that you're like, oh yeah, I guess this is typical. You got to yeah. throw that in there. I love you like, though. They give, they give the kind of like avant-garde, like French kid, like a naval laser as it were. <laughs> just like, wow, you're really laying it on thick here, guys. Yeah, and I, I love that he even crazy. just he got his own moment. Like, yeah, when he like tried to sacrifice himself to save like who did he, who was he trying to like save in that in that um exam? He was trying to save Ida, of yes. course, which like get all emotional because Ida's my boy. So, yeah. oh, that's one of that's probably the two episode arc I watched the most is that whole like first round of the provisional exam where it's like the only a hundred of them pass and they all are like in little groups trying to help each other. But it's cool because it's, like, groups you don't usually see. So you get, like, Kirishima, Bakugo, and Kaminari, who finally learns how to control his his quirk so he doesn't hurt people. And you get, like, Momo and all them. And she uses her quirk to outsmart someone, but then they all come back to save her because friendship is more important than winning. It's just, like, (laughs) dude with the tape for his elbows saves Midoriya. Like, he shows up out of nowhere, like, fucking running around like tape spider-man i love it oh it's uh, so good i love sarah i think his quirk is i think the tape <laughs> kid is like i'm like he's spider-man he's the cheap version of spider-man why yeah, would you the think poor man spider-man like he flips through the air and gets to stick things everywhere like it's fantastic um but yeah when i i don't know how to say his name exactly to be honest with you but you when sparkly laser boy like tries to sacrifice himself to save Ida and then everybody comes in and they're like, We saw your laser. We knew you were here. So yes. we all decided to I'm just like, Oh God, the power of friendship again saves the day and like 
Ashido just pops in looking all badass with her acid and it's just like, hey, fuck y'all, you guys are out now. <laughs> like, I love that pink bitch. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's incredible. I love her, but I love that whole part where they all start like, be like, we saw the naval laser and we must, we wanted to come and save you. I was just like, oh my god, these yes. angels. I loved it. That is also cute because um, Tokoyami is one of the best underrated characters on the show. Dark Shadow is hands down my favorite quirk. It's super, so, so cool. And in that episode, they catch the, you know, how they have to, like, hit the people's, um, like, little triggers with those yeah. little balls. It's like Dark Shadow takes his little paw and, like, hits somebody with it. <laughs> and every time it makes me laugh because I just, like, imagine Dark Shadow is this, like, dark, mythical beast in, in the revelry and the dark whole thing. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah! Tag. <laughs> he just, like, went out with this little he's like a puppy it makes me laugh so hard every time oh it's so good like i think like dark shadow is legit like the strongest quirk if he can control it at its most powerful it was so cool that it's like i don't know i think it's like the end of the first season when they do the sports wrestler or whatever but like he's not in anything he's not even like a character really they don't pay it and all of a sudden he's like one of the final eight and you're just like holy shit this dude's badass as shit like he's got a fucking bird head he'll fuck you up he's just like hanging out in the back with his like sad morrissey lyric album i'm assuming and then he's just got this crazy like inner being that comes out and fights for him like that's so cool it's so sick like when when it when it went like full on like that when he like couldn't control it there i think when they were in the woods right yeah Uh, i was just like this is fucking cool as hell i wish he can just control it right now like that like I really like how powerful some of the kids' quirks are, but, like, their downfall is that they are so powerful, they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And it's awesome, because it's like, oh, yay, we're going to see so much growth. And he's just, like, uh, there's, like, a whole scene, I think they show it in the anime, too, but he's just, like, when they're doing the part where they're supposed to build their ultimate moves and, like, start building up their stamina, he just hides in a cave and, like, is trying to control Dark's shadow, and there's just a little blurb in the manga where it's just a picture of the cave all dark, and you just, like, there's just a, like, a speech bubble of just screaming coming from the cave. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, he's he's deep as shit. Like, that's hardcore. Like, he's just <laughs> getting his soul ripped out in order to control this, like, mythical beast inside him. I'm like, what a badass. I love him. So and I love his room that's just, like, covered in, like, goth satanic pictures and And he's just like "Uh, i don't know i don't think i should let you guys see my room and there's just like he's like alistair black's room that's basically what i imagine oh god yes that's perfect he's he's basically alistair black (laughs) with a bird head with a bird head which let's face it alistair black who knows he might have one Uh, i think he's more more of a goat head i don't know yeah that's true that's true there's just a lot of weird animal representation <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he's he's cool as shit. Not, the, people sleep on him too much because he's yeah. just like one of the coolest players, I think. He really is. Like I, actually, I said, like if he can control that shit like one hundred percent, like he there's no one that can fuck with him. When I went to um I went to like a little Comic Con around here to meet Chris Evans and Hiddleston and when I was there I like lost my shit in line because there was a a couple and the guy was dressed up as um, Tokoyami, um, 
or Toyogami, whatever, however you say it. Um, but he had the whole like paper mache bird head that he made. And then his, I'm guessing was his wife was froppy and she had like the wig with like the bow tied into it. And then their little kid was uh, Midoriya. So officially the cutest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so sweet. And everyone was stopping and taking pictures with them. And I was like, I would too. Like it was so cool. Like to see that giant, I don't know how he walked around and saw anything all day, but it looked badass. They had the UA jumpsuits on too. That's so they so were fucking cool. I know. I was like, oh, man, that's the first time I've ever wanted to, like, dress up for something. I was like, oh, man, next year I really want to go dressed as present Mike because I basically have the same hair as him. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could easily just wear a leather jacket and some leather pants and just, like, spike my hair up and definitely be him. Draw that tiny-ass mustache. Just little, like, John Waters pencil-thin mustache. Yeah, it was, like, little triangles. I love it. I love it. And his, like, weird little triangle glasses, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. <laughs> yeah, he's shit. I love him. He's probably one of my favorite, like, random side characters. Because I just like how he talks, and he's just like, yo, 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 what's up, little listener? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, and uh, I just think it's very funny. And I like that he's, like, a famous – he reminds me of, like, I don't know, like, in every – like just like one of those super super famous people because he has like a he has a radio show and he also teaches and he's a pro hero and he's the face of this you know what I mean like yeah just pops up everywhere you look and you can't escape I love it a lot, like, he's the, the teachers are really good too I guess the thing like it's just a really well every everything is really character driven and all the characters are really creative Nezu is cool as shit the principal oh, like yeah. that little bear wallow i don't know like that I weird he little hamster dude. yeah he's like a dog bear hamster no i don't think anyone knows what he really is he's just like he's kind of like rocket raccoon where he was like experimented on and now he just like is smarter than everyone yeah. uh cool as shit uh i like the, all the pro heroes i find really interesting because i'm like part of me is like how did you become a like this hero like where did this all there's a guy you'll love in the manga who comes out named his name is Hawks. Um and as you'd expect, he's like got wings and is like this cool ass bird dude. Um but he shows up in the manga and he ends up being like sort of a mentor to um Tokuyami because they're both like birds. <laughs> oh <laughs> but sick. He's like super cool. He becomes like one of the top ten. Um the new issue I just got a new volume. I just got today too. There's like a girl, I can't remember her name, but she's basically like, she can, I can't remember if she can transform into a dragon or she like makes dragons appear. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I actually saw Hawks in the, in the popularity poll. And I was like, who the fuck is this? He's so cool. He's just like, kind of like a badass. I don't know. He, he he's just like a cool millennial in a leather jacket. Who's like really neat. <laughs> I don't know how to explain him. <laughs> He just always seems like he's, like, really too cool for things, but also cares too much at the same time. Like, he's trying to play it cool all the time. Um, but I really like him in the issues I've read so far. He's very he's very cool. But, yeah, that's the thing. There's so many characters. There's so many characters in this, which was actually why I started watching the anime. Um, I actually think if you want to get into it, you should read maybe the first two volumes and then start watching the anime and watch as you go along. 
Because when I wrote in my book reviews, I've basically written the reviews of the volumes, and then at the bottom I put, um, like, these, this issue, um, this volume corresponds with, like, episodes blank to blank of the season. Because I find it, it was very hard for me at first to, like, figure out who was who. Aside from, like, All Might, Midoriya, you know, the big characters. But, like, a lot of the background characters, I was getting, like, Kirishima and Kaminari, I kept getting confused, you know. Um, and but I, when it's animated, it's so much easier to read facial expression and to tell by voice and stuff like that. So I think if you get into it and start like reading reading the first issue, if you're into it, watch the first beginning of the anime, and I think you'll get hooked because it's it's just so endearing. I just I just love it. It's it's really good. It's a really fucking good anime. Like, and I'm not surprised because it's, it's made by Studio Bones, which like they make incredible anime. So. Oh, okay. See, things I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> slowly. <laughs> yeah, like Studio Bones made um, which I think a few people have probably told you to watch um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is like I'm I'm pretty sure like that show would be your shit. Yeah, if you like I, this, I, like like three or four people have told me that I should watch it now. Yeah, it's incredible. Like honestly, like I always say, like I've said it, I think a few times on this podcast too, like. Like, in terms of, like, character development, fight scenes, everything, like, it might be, like, the greatest anime of all time, like, in my opinion. I will have to check it out. I really like this one because it feels like there's enough action and there's enough drama in it without me constantly being afraid of people dying, which is what I don't like to watch very much. um, Because, like, (laughs) it's, like, the perfect thing, like, My Hero is, like, the perfect thing to watch when you're just, like, in your room you had a shitty long day at work and you just want to chill out and like work on something while something's on in the background because I'm like, I can pay attention to this and enjoy myself, but I don't have to worry that every other character is going to die and I'm going to have to be anxiety ridden the whole time. I'm like, it's like a happy teenage show. <laughs> like, No one's going to die really yet, at least, you know? So I get that. Cause yeah, there, there's, um, there's an anime called, um, Akami got kill and like everyone dies, like literally everyone, but one person dies. <laughs> I, I, I do the same thing with books where because I'm a librarian, I have to read and do so many reviews and so much stuff. And I always tell people, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is go read about more, like to go consume more depressing media than I already have to deal with on my day to day life. Yeah. Like I already have to read really depressing books and like help people who are going through very difficult times and like, you know, help them with immigration paperwork or people who are being abused, come for resources, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. so I'm like, when I go home, I want to watch something cheesy and fun and I don't have to cry while watching <laughs> unless it's like a cry of catharsis of like, they're all friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get that. That's the kind of cry I, I don't mind having. But yeah, Full Metal, I think it's definitely like right up your alley. Like it's it's fantastic. I will add it to my watch list. That sounds awesome. great. Yes. Well, yeah, like, oh, God, I don't even know. Like, this is, it's honestly, like, I can, like, I always say, like, I can see, like, why this is, like, such an, like, this incredibly, like, popular anime. Like, it's not, it's not, like, past, like, certain ones, like, One Piece, which is, like, a forever anime, which just, like, been on since the 80s. Oh, Jesus. I mean, or, like, the bang has been going on since the 80s. That's but, insane. <laughs> yes, the, the 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 anime is like eight hundred and something episodes long, right now. Oh my, that's always the issue we have. Like from a library perspective, is like 
trying to keep up with ordering all the new issues of some of these mangas, which is why we have, we usually wait until something has like a big following before we order a lot of it. Because I'm just like, do you know how much of my budget comes out of just replacing, of ordering new mangas? Like, I think we have every Naruto one ever made and there's like 80 of them. Oh my <laughs> God. Just, yeah. Fuck. That's a lot. You know what I mean? So it's just like, once something gets popular enough or enough people request it, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy every single volume and y'all can have a fun day. But something from the 80s, I'd probably cry if I had to figure all that out. I'd be so overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's it's a lot. Like, I've seen, like, a picture of, like, all of the volumes together. It's, it's a Holy lot. Holy shit. Yeah, I can imagine. That's probably, like, hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, and it's, volumes. like, it's, it's, a, it's incredibly long. It's not, like... You can just watch it and be like, oh, yeah, I can skip a bunch because there's going to be a bunch of filler because it's 800. No, like, they have no. so much stuff they don't need to catch up to. <laughs> like, like, oh, go back and watch episode one. It premiered on the 8th of October in 1983. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. I'll go find that somewhere on Laserdisc. Yeah, it was like, I think in like the late, I think 98, I think is when it started, the, the anime. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's like, awesome. You can see the difference between that, like the first um, episode and now. Yeah, oh yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I, I was just watching, like, Avengers the other day on DVD, because it wasn't streaming anywhere, and I own it, and I was like, I didn't even realize, remember, I owned it, so I was like, oh, I'll watch it on DVD, and, like, it already looks, not even, like, looks old, but just the way the DVD is set up, like, the subtitles take up, like, half the screen, oh, and God. Man, the way that this stuff has changed in just, like, five years since that movie came out. I'm just, like, I I took a picture of it, on, I think, and sent it to Michael, and I was just, like, these are the biggest screen captions I've ever seen, which is great for someone who has issues seeing, but I was just, like, I can't even tell what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> big-ass words. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to see how, like, ridiculous and to have something run that long. I can only imagine how it's changed in 20 years, you know? Yeah. it's like, I don't, like, I just don't get how like someone like right now could be like, yeah, I'm going to jump into this. Mm. Well, judging according by how many, how many like issues they get through of every season of my hero, I think we'll go well into the teens at least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think they're on like, see, there's like about to start season four. And I think they're only on like episode, like, issue 120 or something with the new season so like they're still like by the time the new season comes out they'll be like 100 at least behind so and each one's like 25 episodes or so so it's gonna yeah. be yeah <laughs> gonna that's be the good thing though because like there's not like they don't need to like have a lot of filler because they have to catch up right yeah because there's so much content yeah because oh, god i hate filler like it's it's the worst. Like even like, but they do have like maybe an episode or two of filler in this. But like they use like that for like meaningful stuff. Like yeah. the pool, the pool yeah. episode, for example. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Ida like starts using his fucking um, like what, he learned how to use his rockets. But oh, oh no, that was, it was um Midoriya. He he learned how to like use one for all a little bit better, like so he can swim fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, did and then, like, you, the episode with the rooms, too. Did they... I honestly can't remember. In the anime, do they show the scene of Ida ripping his um, boosters out of his leg? I don't think so. Okay, because if you want to really cry about our boy Ida, oh, in God. order to be better and, like, stronger, he has to, like, 
it's like any like I, I think his brother explains it to him at some point where he basically has to like regrow things in order for them to come back stronger like when he breaks like I don't know I think like something there's some metaphor of like pulling a muscle and you have to rebuild it in order for it to be whatever but he literally is like in the woods with like a towel between his mouth and like between his teeth and he like pulls the like metal gasket things out of the back of his leg so that they can grow in and I was just like this boy deserves the world (laughs) I was just like bawling while I was reading it and I'm just like he's so committed to being a true hero Jeez. It's really fun. That was like one of those points where I was like, "This shit's gonna get dark." Like, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like ripping his like action because I guess it's like it regrows or whatever because it's like a physical manifestation in his body. Um, but I think that's when they're doing their uh, like training where they're trying to build up their quirks and stuff and do their ultimate moves and stuff like that before the provisional exam. But yeah, yeah, it's literally like visually just like him biting into like a piece of wood and cloth as he like pulls his little engines out of his leg it's fucked up man it's super fucked up when when they were um coming up with like their their ultimate moves and stuff it's one of my favorite moments when midoriya finally figures out like oh yeah i can kick (laughs) i'm like fucking duh kid like i love i love how he basically just turns into Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, he just decides, he's like, oh, fuck it, shoot style, and I'm just going to start kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, coolest um, name. <laughs> I'm really waiting for Midoriya to just start, like, you know, knocking people into the in their balls like Shinsuke, and then he's reached true, like, hero status. Just hit him all for one in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He just... Destro- Actually, that'd be great if they just drew in an AJ Styles for him to just destroy. I would love that. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, like, but yeah, that was like one of my favorite moments. I'm just like, oh, so, cause like they made it so cool. Cause like once he like hit that kick, that first kick, like the music started playing and shit. I'm like, oh, this is dope. <laughs> yeah, I love, I just I love those kids so much. <laughs> They're good kids. <laughs> I love them. I love the episode where they all have to pick their hero names, and like proper poor Ida is just like I am not good enough to take my brother's name yet and I'm just like oh god and him and uh, uh, Todoroki both like just using their first names and stuff because I'm just like oh you pure boys who are so afraid to like you know break from your parent your family shadows and then like uh, Ashido is like I want to be alien queen I'm like, fuck yeah, girl, you are alien queen. Absolutely. I love you. And then, um, yeah, I just, I Bakugo was fucking shitty-ass nicknames that he was trying to come up with. Lord Explosion yeah. Murder. Like, what the fuck kind of hero name is that? It's so cool. I also really love how um, Hiroshima pits, picks Red Riot because his favorite um, hero isn't All Might. It's Crimson Riot, the chivalrous yeah. hero. I mean, they make, they paint it as though every single person's favorite hero is All Might, and I was yeah. like, it's really cool to like admire someone that isn't All Might. It, it's really, and I love All Might. I think he's like just a really sweet dumb dad, and I yeah. really appreciate. It. But I thought it was really cool that they allowed him to have something other than All Might to like inspire him. Yeah, All Might's like the John Cena of my hero. He is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely is the John Cena. 
Oh God! Now there, the there is a live action movie coming out. Just saying. Oh my God! John Cena to play All Might. I will die. That would it's got to be a John Cena and The Rock. Like the only two people I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the basically Rock, like it. Let's be real, though. The Rock is the key. Right. The Rock has that like giant smile of like pure like such white it doesn't actually exist in nature teeth um which is exactly what all might has they just have to give him a wig and he can he can totally pull it off i'm just a man like i've I've seen pictures where people like photoshop the rock as all might it's perfect <laughs> it's hilarious and it's like oh god like i'm like i'm mean, just like this 100 could happen though I, I would not be surprised yeah I would love it. And then they'd have to have a whole completely different actor to play, like, the actual All Might, like, scrawny All Might. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of who could be like that. that. But that would be cool as shit. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Oh, I just love it. I just love it. I think it's so good. (laughs) uh, It is good. It's incredible. It's an incredible anime, honestly. Yeah. I I just really like it because everybody I've shown it to has been like, this sounds kind of like, you know, teenage and hokey. And then they get like three episodes and they're like, oh, yeah, this is really enjoyable. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be like the deepest, most intense, like Breaking Bad or television or something like that. Sometimes just like want to watch a really fun anime. That's something I could enjoy and not, you know, have to have like. I mean, I have deep feelings about it, but you can just enjoy it, and it won't have to ruin your day to watch an episode of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it's definitely, like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, like, anyone can watch this and like it. Like, yeah. Like, it's an easy, something easy to recommend, like, because, like, usually, like, you know what anime is, like, oh, yeah, like, what do you like? And this and that, but it's like, My Hero is definitely one of the ones where I'm just like, it doesn't matter who it is. You can just, like, watch it and be like, oh, yeah, this is, like, this is dope. Because you can relate to somebody on this goddamn show. Exactly. It's a good, like, all-around, like, family show without being too, like, cheesy family. Yeah, it's not like, oh, yeah, we always win and we're always great. Right. Like, dramatic stuff happens and people get very badly wounded and, like, there's significant consequences for people's actions. It's not like everything is just, like, wrapped up in the end of every single episode. But it's still appropriate enough where... You, you know that there's, like, a threat, but you know the good guys are going to come up on top because they set the whole idea of the show up with you knowing that Midoriya is going to become the hero. So you know you can believe in him all the way until the end of the story. Yeah, I can't wait until, like, Midoriya is, like, wild jacked. Like, like oh, my. <laughs> I like how the animation has changed. And in, like, season three, you can see how much, like, slowly, like, muscly and stuff the kids are becoming more. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, yeah. That, that's a really good touch. Yeah, that little attention to detail of, like, them lifting weights in their room and, like, running and stuff. And they mention it, I think, when, like, Shinsu walks by in the hallway one day and they're like, oh, wow, he's really, like, bulked up. And it's like, yeah, he's he's been working hard for the past six months. <laughs> and you can yeah. like, notice, you know, see the difference. And I'm, I like that they don't try to play, like, this is the most, like, strongest kid on the universe and he weighs 68 pounds. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off. You know, you have to draw him a little bit, like, you know. He's getting thicker every time, but it's <laughs> Adding nice. a couple C's every time you see him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He'll never reach all might levels of, of thick, but, you know. <laughs> I'm just waiting until no, he's like, oh, yeah, no, like, I got it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there's, like, one point where he's fighting Bakugo, and he says, like, 
he's he's using the highest amount of his power that he can. It's like eight percent, and it's like motherfuckers using eight percent of his freaking power, and he's still like just like destroying walls. Yeah, it's it's wild to think about. It's like damn, a mad like that's just eight percent. It's not even like ten. It's eight percent. Like one day, all for one is gonna break out of that prison, and something's gonna happen, and Deku's gonna go like full on, full on insane rock style <laughs> in like a movie just like oh my god it's gonna be crazy oh. shredded and attack it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a moment like i think there has to be something in the future where there's gonna be some type of prison breakout there's gotta be because that's a trope that they do in everything and they like specifically show in the manga that like all for one and stain are st- in the same prison and like a bunch of people are all in that like weird thing where they can't like look at each other or see each other it's like that crazy underground prison or whatever and i'm like they they haven't done a prison break i don't think yet in them in this in this series it's gotta happen at some point it's funny you say that because i did see that they're like i think that's like the next arc or something like that of course i, I figured it was going to happen at some point like why would you show your main villain going to prison unless at some point that was going to be a storyline yeah for sure like, if he was just going to go to a trial or they were going to, like, kill him or, like, he had died or something like that, that would be a whole story. So, like, him being in prison and, like, Shigaraki and all them got, like, whatever, thrown to wherever they were and stuff. Like, that's a whole storyline that, like, still needs to, like, rectify itself, so. Yeah, like, that's that's what I like, though. I definitely like it. It's like, oh, yeah, we we have some, like, things we need to patch up. And they do it so well, like... It's super great. <laughs> it, basically, yeah, basically, this anime is great. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I I even asked for a My Hero Academia throw blanket from Hot Topic for Christmas. So Sick. if it's important enough for me to ask for a blanket, I think everybody should watch it. I want a onesie. Dude, not going to lie, Hot Topic has a lot of My Hero stuff. <laughs> I definitely want a, I want a onesie. I want to see if they have, like, like the uniform. <laughs> Yeah, like a UA onesie. <laughs> yeah, it would, be so, it would be so good. Especially if it was, like, if it has a hoodie. I need a hoodie. Like. I have a little Aizawa, like, Funko Pop that I got that's on my desk at work. And then I have a mug, and it's one of those, like, hot-cold mugs. So when it's, like, normal, it's, like, Ida and Todoroki and Bakugo and Midoriya. And then when you put, like, tea in it, it's, like, All Might and Aizawa. And I can't remember who else on there. Oh, that's that's cool as hell, though. It's really cute. I really enjoy eating soup out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> God, I can only imagine like the merch that they have. Yeah, usually if it's if I like something enough that I'm like willing to to venture into a hot topic at the age of thirty to buy merch for it, um, that that means it's quality enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't make that sacrifice for most things. That so, makes sense, because Hot Topic a hot can topic, be hell. It, it sometimes is the worst place on Earth. And if I'm willing to go in there in order to try and fight to find a Midoriya t-shirt, then I think it's it's worth it. It's worth my while. Sometimes it's entertaining, because like, you'll get like that family that's like a very wholesome family, but they have that one emo kid, and they're like yeah, all yeah. in Hot Topic together. Or you get people like my sweet mother who don't know how to order things on the internet. So instead, I just print out my wish list for Christmas, and she goes in there going, "Find me this." <laughs> Your mother is the best. First off, 
My mother is the best. She's yes. the coolest. Seriously, She's I cannot coolest. wait till I get to hang out with your mom. She she also one night came in my room to see what I was doing and like sat down and watched like an episode of this with me and then watched the entire second season. That's so great. So we watched like the entire second season of this together because she really enjoyed the All Might versus uh, All for One battle. Um, it was a great fight. So cool. Yeah, she really really enjoyed that. So we watched that like whole arc together. Yeah, I remember like watching that fight and like I thought it was over at one point and I'm just like. This is the fight that everyone's like losing their shit over, and then and then it continues. I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually like incredible. Like, yeah, it's it's really cool. I just love the scene where the kids are like hiding, and for some reason they're all dressed like they're from the Jersey Shore, and they all like <laughs> they're just like hanging out. And Ida's dressed like someone's father, and like I don't know why they're we- they're wearing those ridiculous like disguises, and then they have to come up with a plan to save Bakugo. I just think that that all is like just really well done. Um, I love. I just really love how like Midoriya gets treated like shit by Bakugo the whole time, but then he knows exactly the way to save him because he knows he can't. They can't buy into Bakugo's pride. Like he's not gonna. He's not gonna go if he thinks he's being saved or he's yeah. being pitied has to do it on his own and they just have to have to be there at the same time so he thinks he's doing it on his own i was like oh man midoriya is so smart <laughs> yeah i know he's, he's oh god he's he's a little genius yeah I, that's some of the stuff i really like the most in the manga and they explain it a little bit more is his thought processes of like oh well this person's quirk is this so if we do this and combine these two people and like stuff like that i find that really interesting i like that his he's like a strategist is like really his biggest his biggest strength is his ability to think and to come up with these like really cool plans. And that just happens that he has this really badass quirk now, but he's always been able to, because he's been so into the quirks and the heroes for so long, he understands weaknesses and strengths more than anyone. So yeah. he's able to actually like apply that to situations where a lot of the other kids have cool powers, but they don't have that kind of like thought process yet to figure yeah. out like, what to do. I really like that. Yeah, basically, like, it's it's kind of, like, to me, it's, like, you know, like, he he can do, like, he has this, like, I'd say, like, ability. Like, he's just, like, really smart, like, against, like, people and, like, the quirks and stuff like that because, like, he didn't have a quirk as a kid, so he didn't really have to, like, practice and hone his power or anything like that. So he was just, like, paying attention to everyone else, mm-hmm. which is just, like, all right, kid, you're really smart. You're kind of like Batman in a way. <laughs> yeah. Because he has his notes on everyone and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. Batman, and like you know, like technically like, oh, at his, a point he didn't have any power. So his little collection of notebooks. Yes, he had like what thirteen, I think, or something like that. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, his little group of notebooks on all the heroes. Yeah, so it's like he knows his shit because he's like he didn't have to like spend that time as a kid to like hone that stuff. So it's like. He the he honed his own knowledge on everyone else's stuff, which is just like obviously you can see he's a genius. I love at the sports festival where he was like he's like trying to help people and he's like to Ochako he's like, um, yeah I write notes on everyone I have a whole page on you do you want to use it for your battle do you need help <laughs> here's all the information and she's just like uh I'm good thanks like all right dude chill the fuck out a little bit <laughs> like thanks weirdo. Yeah, it's it's really sweet because it's just such a such a teenage like awkward kid thing to do. It's just been like I've been taking notes about you forever. Do you want to look at them? 
<laughs> it's like, oh, this you poor child who's obviously never had friends and is so socially awkward. I love the little, like, love story-ish thing going on between them. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, she's very, she's like, she. you can see, like, how much she admires him. Yeah. Like, as a person and, like, looks up, even, like, looks up to him, which is just, like, incredible, because, like, to him, he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, this, this dork that can't fucking, like, control my shit. And she's just like, nah, you're, like, the greatest human being ever. It's really cute when they throw those little lines in there where he's just, like, even the other kids, too, but like, especially when he's just like, I just talked to a girl. And then someone's like, no, you didn't. But <laughs> he, like, talks to her on the phone at that one point, And then yes. hangs up the phone. He's like, I just spoke on the phone with a girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, then I, I have to remember these kids are, like, f- supposed to be 15. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that probably would be very exciting if you were, like, a 15-year-old. And you had a first, like, one-on-one hangout with a girl. You know what I mean? It's just very wholesome. There's just something very, like, innocent and sweet and pure about it all. Yeah, which is probably why it me of Scott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like pure and sweet. <laughs> he really, I'm telling, he really is Scott. That's really insane. Like to think about. <laughs> yeah, it fits really well. Just this incredibly wholesome child that everyone like loves or should love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a good boy. <laughs> so I think that, I think this is a good uh, spot to end it. Wrap it up. <laughs> uh, tell them where they can find you on uh, the internets. Oh, I'm basically everywhere at um, Chicago's C Rose. That's me on Instagram and Twitter, and my book blog is the same thing, ChicagoCRose.com. So, yeah, at, just just follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty all right follow if I don't do. She's a good that. follow. I'm, I appreciate. I'm all right. I appreciate I'm solid, the content. You know? If you really enjoy um, My Hero Academia books and uh, really, really deep thirsting about Jeff Goldblum, I'm the girl to come to. Which, oh, if God. you don't deep thirst about Jeff Goldblum, then, like, don't even bother coming yeah. to talk to Honestly. <laughs> what a man. Can we do a podcast about Jeff Goldblum one day? Oh, my God. This is a, do a whole series about, like, every Jeff Goldblum movie. Oh, my God. I would die. A gold bloomathon. Oh. <laughs> the bloomcast. The <laughs> bloomcast. Oh, that's uh, God. So as for myself, you can find me on Twitter at Ansonisan, A-N-S-O-N-I-I-S-A-N for all your, I don't know, I talk about anime, I show my thighs, I do a lot of things. There's a lot of thigh shots. I'm going to be honest, guys. There it's is. A lot. I'm that's like, a lot of this isn't going to get posted tonight, but I'm definitely posting thighs tonight. So... <laughs> so Fuck yeah, I'll set my alarm. <laughs> it's thigh time. Wake up, Courtney. It's thigh o'clock. Oh. Yes. Look at some thighs, have some good dreams. That's what everybody needs before work. Honestly. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Courtney, for joining me and having this great of conversation course. with me. Anytime. We are out.